Okay, we're back. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Let's Just Vibe podcast. And this is going to be another great episode. We got another reoccurring guest. Give it up again, you guys, for Tally. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yes. And then we also have another very special, unique, talented, and amazing guest. One truly personal to me. Give it up for Princess. <laughs> That's what I call her. That's what I call her. Yeah. All right. So, um,. One thing's one thing's for sure that I knew you guys immediately clicked on where um was uh was baking. Oh man, so um <laughs> yeah, that's so that's how we're gonna get start this. So okay. um, how long have you been baking, Tally? Uh, since I could hold a spoon. Oh, literally from like the time I could like put a bowl in front of me and put a spoon with ingredients like. I was like one. I don't know. Like, really? My last name is Cook. I mean, like I was kind of always in the kitchen. <laughs> like I'm always just that's fitting. Thank you. It's destined. It's destined. And then, she, uh, how long have you been cooking, Princess? When I got quarantine. Quarantine. Yeah, yes. but I, like it was all box goods. My mom would bring them home, and I was okay. like, okay, if you want me to make cupcakes, I'm I'm good to go. Wait, chocolate, vanilla, red velvet, sprinkles. What kind? Anything she brought home. Okay, what's your favorite kind? Red velvet. Oh, I love red velvet. Oh my god, it's so good. I don't make it enough, but when I do, it's like it's always it's always delicious. Right. Yeah. Yeah. What's the okay? So segue from there. What's the best thing you've both baked, or the proudest thing you guys baked? You go first. Um, I wouldn't say it's the proudest thing I've made, but I made dirt balls, quote unquote dirt balls. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. And I made them for a Halloween party at, uh for the band, and no one ate them, but they were delicious in my opinion. But you're in band. Yeah. Oh my gosh, what do you play? Um, I play the sousaphone, and then I am also in the guard. I am the captain this year. Oh my gosh, okay, girl boss. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what I'm telling you? I'm telling you. I did orchestra for five years. Oh, wow. Okay, yeah. what'd you play? The violin. <gasps> okay, that seems fitting, though. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> This is I great. loved it. I, I miss playing it so much. I yeah. still have it, of course, and my guitar, my ukulele, and stuff. Really? Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, that, that's a lot more interesting than I thought. <laughs> what's uh? And then what's your most proudest out of all the things you've baked? Okay, I'm gonna have two. So okay, go for it. I was in Mary Poppins a few years back at my local theater that I now work at, which is super fun. Um, and I made this pinata cake, and it took me literally two days to make. It was it was. Th- it was no it was it was four layers of cake the t- two in the center were hollowed out so like only the top and the bottom layer were complete and then i filled it with m&ms and sprinkles Whoa. and then i frosted the entire thing i have a video of it it's fantastic i'll show you later but I, like it was amazing can so i make good. can i make an order I, oh I, my God. I no actually i do take orders <gasps> like like I, I do that for people too <laughs> i have a huge sweet tooth and since i can't really bake that well i'm like you you need to make stuff for me but i will I pay will, you well you can yeah first of all yes you can bake. <laughs> I, feel, I feel like everyone can bake it just takes a lot of practice yeah like Definitely. but i will i i do take orders not often but i do like because people don't order for me that much oh <laughs> no i'll become a regular Wait, okay. please do okay, i'll on. keep you in business okay hold on, hold on. <laughs> what's the name of your business oh i have it on an apron actually taliesin's baking company Ooh. yeah oh wow there's, there's a little promo right here Ta- yeah. say it one more time taliesin's baking company taliesin's um, baking company hit me up on instagram tally underscore bear all lowercase hmm. um I'll definitely yeah. okay yeah on on uh if you're watching if you're hearing this on Spotify and iTunes there's gonna be that the at on the description <laughs> and on YouTube it's gonna be on the description the link all right so go ahead and you know you gotta support the local businesses thank you definitely definitely anniversary cake oh my god <laughs> yes I will totally. of course yeah when the milestone reaches 
you'll be the first to call. Wait, y'all just did two years, right? Yeah, we just got two years in January. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah, my bad. I didn't I didn't mean to bring you again where there's another couple. <laughs> no, I love I I am Carlos does this. I'm a big couples romantic. Like Aww. if you feel like a couple in front of me, it's like I support, I support like <laughs> I love it so you, much. You used to become a cheerleader. Oh my gosh. <laughs> for a hot second when I was like eight years old, I was like, I could do it, but like <laughs> that was for like two months and now I'm here and I'm an actress. So oh, <laughs> lovely. Thank you. Next best thing, right? Mm-hmm. Thanks. Um but uh but yeah um and okay so uh elephant in the room i have to ask you yeah how how's uh how, how's the uh the status going of you know who i'm not gonna mention his name how's my the status yeah mm-hmm. with him oh i'm <laughs> sorry i'm just we're friends. You, you you talk about however much you want okay <laughs> but <laughs> but it's it's i feel like this is a girl talk than a guy and a girl I'm talk. a girl too. Leave me alone. Anyway. <laughs> you guys have um, the same energy. I love that so much. I, I, know, I know you're a girl. I know I'm dating a girl. But this is like the real good girl talk. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I love a good girl talk. Like, I know, right? Like I love putting on like a little face mask and be mm-hmm. like, so what's going on? Like, and then just letting Spill it. <laughs> I am the, I love listening to other people's gossip. Like, so it's like, no, it, like in middle school, it was like such a problem. I was like 14. I was like, you must tell me everything. <laughs> like, I, I, I loved it. I'm kind of the same way. I hate getting into my own chaos, but that's like my biggest red flag is I get into my own chaos, but I love hearing other people talk about it. I'm like, tell me more <laughs> exactly. just, just keep going like, like i feel like i want to be everyone's therapist all the time oh god you know, I, feel I, that. I feel that i am most certainly the mom friend of every friend group i've ever been in it's like i'm always asking people like are you okay do you need tissue or like talk to me i'm your therapist like mm-hmm. i love being my friend's therapist unlicensed <laughs> quite obviously you, you know who she reminds me of oh mama stasia yeah, <laughs> she, it, it's a, it's another friend. It's she was very similar where she would take care of people, kind of like the same way you would do. Mm-hmm. She know. was the mom of the band, took on everyone's responsibilities, wanted to take care of everyone, was the biggest sweetheart. Um, it was a lot for her for a while, but she was like the mother. You needed anything, you went to her. She had everything, That's and so it was sweet. it was so sweet. I miss her. Yeah, it was, it was kind of just like yeah, it was just natural to her at that point to like just take care of everybody. So same way as you, you know, you want to be everyone's therapist, same way, you I know? I do, and, like, I, like, it's so much so that, like, when my friends tell me that they have a bad dream, I literally have a full-on dream analysis book that I get out. I will fully process their dreams to work out the own conflicts in their lives. Like, hmm. that is how deep into it I go. It's so much fun. I don't know if you want to hear mine. Oh my, my God, I, I, I have really bad lucid dreams oh, every once no. in a while. <laughs> like, um, like, the other day, so I, I'm very into murder mystery anything murder mystery and i can only listen to like podcasts i can't really watch it because that's like that's a no for me Mm -hmm. and i ended up watching one by accident i went through this huge loophole of videos and i ended up waking up to some kind of demon i feel like some kind of demon watching over me i texted him while he's at work and i was like scared bad dream help (laughs) that's scary yeah like i would actually be terrified keep going with the podcast i'm gonna check the camera real quick keep on going though um but yeah like it hasn't you okay? You good? Uh, okay. <laughs> I mean, like, it doesn't happen very often, but when it does, it's very scary. And I mean, like, I get scared to say anything. I mean, for a while, I wasn't sleeping for a couple days because it would be so bad. Like, I wouldn't want to sleep. Oh, my gosh. 
Yeah. Oh, I'm really sorry. It's okay. I mean, I'm used to staying up late. I'm I'm in band. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know what? I had a lot of friends in band, so <laughs> I get that. I do. Sorry. You're good. Okay. We should be good. I mean, just this, um, my first winter guard competitions this Friday, and even that alone, I'm home at midnight. Really? Yeah. I'm, I leave the school at two, and I get back home at about midnight. So yeah, so we just to clarify, we do mention a lot. She, we do mention a lot about band because that's where that's where we really met, mm-hmm. and that's where you know I guess. <laughs> Sorry. Did, there, there's a, you know as uh, it's typical. There's a lot of drama in band. I don't know if that's a, that was true at your band or your school. I mean, I wasn't in bands. I couldn't say, but I heard about other people's drama. Yeah. Right, I, right. I hear, I hear orchestra is usually like the laid back. I mean, there's like usually like that one or two kind of thing. Yeah, but, like orchestra is usually like very calm. It's the band that's probably the worst with gossip see but i feel like band kids and orchestra kids they end up being like such good friends Mm -hmm. like but like i feel like you need that balance of energy a lot of the time because like when i was in orchestra we had like it was a toss-up we had like a couple kids in there that were like running around all Mm -hmm. over the place and like you know i love that Mm love the energy um but then a lot of us were like sit here while you work with the first violins i'm going to read my book and i'm going to do my homework and Mm -hmm. i just finished all of my biology homework (laughs) oh look now it's time for my second violin part now i'm ready to go (laughs) that was literally what i did for a whole year in high school it was so good oh my the band kid couples oh no that's a different story yeah yeah, we were we were considered (laughs) one of the power couples that didn't break up in high school let me just say this yeah we're one of the few that actually stood yeah Nice. so <laughs> we got we got one thing over a bunch of other people yes yeah. <clears throat> but um there was a huge thing with the guard and drumline and okay. it was an issue because at one point i was dating a drumline boy and it was and that's what caused the chaos oh dear is i got with a drumline boy he ended up being my friend for years so it was just not the right thing mm-hmm. but we got so much hate for it to the point where he was like i just can't we can't do this anymore. How long was the relationship? Like two months. Okay. It, but it was very on and off. It wasn't his fault. It wasn't my fault. It just, it was not meant to be. But that's where the drumline just hated the guard mm-hmm. because I got with their close friend and they did not like me. That's, I'm sorry, but that seems like a very silly it's, thing to get like upset about. Our, some of the people in our band are, they could be petty. Mm-hmm. They can be nice. They're not either or. So it's like, so it's like, it's a very big toss up. Like brass and woodwinds can't be together. That's a conflicting thing. And if they are, it's like a star crust lover kind of thing. I'm sorry. This is like all news to me. This you know, is very here, shocking. Here's the, here's the cool thing. That's only like one story out of all the hundred stories that are, that were told. And she, I've only been in there for two years. She's been in there for five. She's going on five years. Or, yeah. yeah. Going for, years. for the winter program, five years for band overall, four years. Wow. So ever since she was a freshman, she's been dealing with all that. (laughs) No, that's, like, really cool, though. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't know. I love when people play instruments. Like, Mm -hmm. it makes me happy. Well, I can make my tuning note. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, okay, I can't really say that. My director said I I have improved a lot. I mean, I can play it, but I'm not great. And mostly because I wasn't the first, it wasn't my first choice to be in band. I actually wanted to be in theater really, really bad. Oh, my gosh. I had done choir as a kid. When I was younger in my elementary school, and I didn't do it throughout middle school, they just didn't have that program. So mm-hmm. I was like, I want to go into theater. My sister was like, no, you got to become a band kid. Because she was a band kid, and all my cousins okay. were. So I was like, I was sucked into that. I mean, like, did, did you do theater, though? Like, ever? Like- no. 
I really wanted to. My mom wanted to put me in theater as a kid, but we can never really afford it. Mm -hmm. But that's what I wanted to do for the longest time was just theater. But yeah, I, I mean, mean, that's what I have done for the longest time. So I get that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I mean, I guess I just ended up being a band kid at heart. But, but I can't argue with that. I mean, oh. I love everyone there, even though it's a lot. <laughs> I mean, like, I, I remember I had so many friends in marching band and they would always <laughs> like say that they would just be out there hauling like mm -hmm. multiple instruments around until one in the morning and like yeah that just seemed like so much work to me because i never had to do that for orchestra mm -hmm. yeah i had to like put, get something nice on every couple months and yeah. play my piece and everything but like i didn't i didn't have to haul around a bunch of brass on a football field or anything mm -hmm. oh my gosh the biggest thing so we went to a band competition right this was probably one of the last like i think two we went to the uh this season and there was a marching violin that's a thing. Yeah. So there's so there's a lot of big bands like um, Golden Valley would be one. I don't know if you can put that in, but Golden Valley is like the biggest band you can go up against. They're um, they're a higher class. They win a lot of sweepstakes, and they I not necessarily them. I don't think they do, but the bigger bands when they want to fill out the sound a little bit more, they'll put marching violins and and one band had like a full line of them. That's so cool. And all I could think was how. That just seems incredible because it's freezing mm -hmm. outside. So automatically that instrument's going to be out of tune in like two seconds. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. So I gave them props for that because <laughs> how you can keep it in tune while marching down the street is beyond me. If you ha even have like a beat of rest. Yeah. Adjusting. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Like I have, I, have, I think it was, I, I think it was 14 or something like that. And my conductor at the time, he was like, you know what we should do and he hauled the end i kid you not the entire orchestra the oh, advanced geez. orchestra oh, no. outside it is december it is <laughs> a week before christmas like mm -hmm. and we're all just outside and it's freezing it's like 50 degrees outside and he was like we should do a violin flash mob we were all like 14 so we we're like yeah let's do it so we all did and i don't know how well our instruments sounded but honestly i didn't really care it was so much fun it was great i mean my favorite thing is the winter concert i think hearing the orchestra the jazz band all of it is just beautiful i always wish you got a symphony i wish my high school does symphony. symphony orchestra yeah yeah i mean we did it more or less like one year but it wasn't very much like what do you mean like we we started the program and it, of course since it wasn't a natural class it was an after school kind of thing or in class when uh orchestra would go for third period so sometimes it would happen sometimes it wouldn't sometimes they would actually do stuff sometimes they wouldn't like this year they just completely like went over our heads to actually do it and i was very sad because i was actually really excited for it they ended up doing braveheart for their symphony orchestra piece and it was a tribute to um, someone in the audience to like their Aww. like mom. And I mean, it was lovely. It was beautiful as always, you know, but I feel like symphony is so underrated mm -hmm. and I want it to be in the program, but it's like, it's hard to find the room for it. It really is like that. It requires so much work. Like it's already a lot of work to just do a band or just do <laughs> orchestra, but like like a symphony is something else entirely right like, yeah and i mean i i wish i, I want to see a symphony again <laughs> like i haven't i haven't seen a symphony play since like i don't know since i was like a junior in high school oh wow like, it's That's been a like long a, time it's yeah it has been a long time 
It was like before the pandemic or something. My mm. dad won tickets actually, so we didn't have to pay front row. It was so much fun. <laughs> wow. So that's why we went. We that's could, even better. It was amazing because I was like, we can't afford this any other way. <laughs> so we got all dressed up, him and I, and we went to Modesto to the Gallo. Wow. And have you guys been to the Gallo Center? No. I'm it not, is no. fantastic. I love it there. It's so beautiful. Um, ten out of ten. Recommend recommend the venue. Um, but uh, yeah, we saw this gorgeous symphony there, and they played like everything, and it was. It, there was literally nothing like it ever. Mm-hmm. It was amazing. I hate when people are like, orchestra music puts me to sleep. Um, no. No, I'm it's excited. so exciting. Yeah. Like, have you listened to Tchaikovsky? No. I wish. Oh my God, it's so good. Ah! <laughs> um, our orchestras, I think we're working on a Beethoven piece right now. Really? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Our director is very much, he'll push us to the limit. Mm-hmm. Like, we're playing, um, oh gosh, uh, not community band. Oh God. We're like, we're doing more advanced pieces in our um, band class. Mm-hmm. Like we're doing Kurt Patrick right now. Okay. And it's it's more of like an honor band piece than nice. an actual like high school piece that normal bands would do. And he pushes us to the limits and it sounds amazing. I mean, like, I just love how he pushes us so much. Like we're all his kids. Oh. It's, that's, that's our dad. <laughs> like like when his mom was going through stuff that we were always like how's mama z doing is she doing Aww. okay and she would come in she would come see us watch our winter concerts and all that so i mean very big part of our lives i hate these headphones i'm going to murder them because they are not staying on my head small I, I, head i almost asked if i had a if you need a bobby pin. i don't have any bobby pins, oh, no. <laughs> what are you doing no uh no I, i'm just getting something ready Oh, um, but I was trying to get back into what you guys were both saying about symphonic orchestra because uh, symphonic, <laughs> um, like you were saying, uh, you know, it it is hard to put you know a trombone and carry it all across uh, a football player compared to you know uh, carrying a violin or whatever. Yeah. Uh, but the same struggles can be said about um, the theater, you oh, know, because yeah. uh, you know even though they're like they're both entertainment, they both have struggles, they both have, uh, you know, uh, what's it called, Hur- you know, hurdles that you got to go over, like one uh you know both of them they require memorization for the piece and for the lines you know mm-hmm. um what else is there um it's physically demanding <clears throat> stamina oh you need a you lot need of stamina, stamina. Oh, you gotta wait. keep your energy up um <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry sorry hold on no, I, I okay okay we we had a little debate about this and my no. ap- so oh my uh, god what okay so so you know marching band right yeah okay do you do you believe that that's a sport? Ooh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't want either of you to tell me your opinion on it yet, okay? Because I don't want I don't know who to agree with. Okay, but you're probably gonna see by the reaction. But the thing is, like, like ice skating is a sport. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and I mean, cheerleading is a sport right technically okay um <laughs> technically technically yes mm-hmm. technically I'm, let, let, I, I'm not okay but mm-hmm. but i mean it's physically demanding but i wouldn't classify it as athletics okay she's playing the safest answer yes, ever no, I, I'm, <laughs> no i'm just i'm just trying to think through my response so i can form an actual opinion on the matter but like Oh God! I mean, like it requires a lot of work. Mm-hmm. But, like, no, it does. I, yeah. I, well, I was never in marching band. Yeah, right. Like, so you don't know the real struggles, but yeah. But like, I I know what like my friends and family have told me about it. Mm-hmm. 
and they've all said it was absolutely insane it's exhausting um so like i think that it's i think that it's athletic but i don't know if i would consider it a sport okay yes that's my answer okay yeah so what do you think (laughs) so i find it to be a sport but i'm also not in the marching band i'm in the color guard and that's a lot more physically Mm -hmm. demanding in my opinion i'd say color guard's more of a sport than see okay so at least we can consider that color guard is possibly a sport i mean i we're actually working towards getting our music uh program uh band to be considered a sport at our school and get at like oh my god hold on (laughs) don't worry i'll upgrade soon (laughs) okay uh we're actually trying to get it oh my god i'm so sorry do you hair tie no i'm good Okay. okay just okay we're actually trying to get the band to be considered a sport and actually get pe credits for it that's what we're working towards for next year oh my gosh my school did that yeah so i mean like we are very athletic we actually do a lot Mm -hmm. i mean we won more than the football team but that's a different story so i mean it's a good story yeah it's a good story (laughs) different but it's a good story you had to put it in there you had sorry no i mean if that happens you got to put that in it's true it's true that's the thing it's true if you looked up the doke um football team they have not won as much as the band has and we won sweepstakes that's all i can say but 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 still i mean like everything is always gonna be physically demanding in anything that you do yeah i mean and with band it's a lot of movement it's a lot of hard work you're standing a lot there's no water breaks our director needs to like water break come on yeah every director if you're in band water breaks please (laughs) but so i would consider it a sport but just because of how long i've done it and how I find it physically demanding. I mean, everyone has their opinions, but I I did create an argument with that one. Mm-hmm. But I mean, everyone has their different opinions on it. I mean, people can say they're like, "Well, you're not like running all the time." It's like, yeah, we're not running, but I mean, like, if you're doing something like field show band, that's completely different from marching band. For field show, you're going across the uh, field every which way in, in like eight counts time. You could go from one field to one side to the other and i mean that one's really demanding and you're doing a lot more physically mm-hmm. because you have to have the um stamina to be able to move fast but not only move fast but play your whatever the tempo is yeah right. and that itself can get you super exhausted mm-hmm. and i'm i go out for the field show bands i don't know how they can do it especially because if you're moving in like a different count than what you're playing yeah. in mm-hmm. like that's really hard definitely so it's like you're doing something different, but your feet are doing something completely different. Yeah. <laughs> and, you're, and I don't know if we'd ever do a field show. I mean, our director, uh, when he worked with other bands, he did field show. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I don't think it's not a possibility, but it's, I don't know. I don't know. And you don't consider it a sport? So No, no, no. <laughs> I do. No, I definitely do. Well, but you, you oh, said you were debating. Oh, oh, now you do. Ooh, Listen. Okay. Now you do. <laughs> The she's other not gonna, she's day not, he did not. She's not going to let me down. No, 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 no. I never said it wasn't a sport, but there was a great opinion that started rethinking my mind. So I'm, I don't know exactly, I don't know who exactly it was from, but um, this is not my opinion. This is just what I heard and it actually made me rethink. So basically comparing to other uh, traditional sports, soccer, football, basketball, all these other sports, right? There's, um, there's always, um, let's see, how do I say it? Okay. So like, let's, let's say, let's say, let's take football, right? Um, your goal is to get the ball from one side of the field to the other, 
All right. play football, but yes, yeah, I know that. <laughs> so it's it's that. It's as yeah. simple as that, right? Mm-hmm. But as you do that, you know, you're not going to be able to, you can't just run from one side to the other. You you know, you're going to have to, there's a whole other team that's going to try to, you know, tackle you, take you down, take the ball from you, you know? Yeah. So you're obviously, you know, and obviously, you know, they do so much conditioning. They do, they do a lot of work. And, um, and you know, and uh, it doesn't matter how you do it, just as long as you're not breaking any rules, right? And as long as that ball gets to the other side, you get the points, yeah. all right? Now, uh, there was an opinion on, and I found this on TikTok, ironically, but it's always um, TikTok. It's always TikTok. <laughs> but they were saying, uh, their opinion was saying that um, in band, and in, in, it was also in cheerleading, but did you min- when you mentioned ice skating, it kind of re- made me rethink again. Mm-hmm. But it was saying that in uh in band and in uh like color guard and then all that there's no one really stopping you from getting to from performing your best right there's no one guarding you there's no one stopping you from doing your best it's all judged the only thing that's in your way is just the judge and other sports you have a player you have a goalie you have a defender somebody blocking you from getting the points it doesn't matter you know, in basketball, it doesn't matter how you throw it or how ugly it is or whatever. As long as you throw it and it's in the hoop, you get the points. In band and in, in color guard and even in cheerleading, like, it, you know, it all, it's all. Um, it's got to be perfect. It's got to be. It's really great. Otherwise, you know, and nothing's stopping you. There's no other team that's going to like, you know, mess up your routine. There's no other team that's going to try to throw you off. There's no other team. They can't do anything. They let you perform. They let you do your thing. And, you know, you just get points based off what you did um so that would make me rethink that's a good perspective actually yeah, yeah. so like and i was telling her that but I, w- I wasn't i was trying my best not to argue but i was trying to tell her like i'm like this is like in my opinion this is a really good this is a great perspective because we've only seen mm-hmm. from the inside yeah because we know how it is you know getting up going to practice three hours you know uh, every other every other day and practicing for so long marching and literally sweating after after the whole practice and the next thing you know we're at a competition where it's sunny it's hot and we're playing these big instruments we're you know marching and it's a lot mm-hmm. so we know what it's like you know and same thing can be said about like i'm not you know i don't really know if theater is a sport or whatever but same thing can i be- don't consider theater sport. i consider it the arts yeah, the exactly. performing arts. Exactly. Yeah. But yes. but the same but same thing. Same can be said is that you know you have a lot of lines you're supposed to memorize. You're on stage. There's a lot of lights in front of your face. There's other people you got to interact with. And if someone messes up, then you got to pick up from wherever they left off. Exactly. You know what I mean? And, I mean, and if you're me, you are doing a lot of running <laughs> in very tall heels. Oh no! Um, but the, a lot it, of falling off things. <laughs> oh god! But it, but that's just the perspective that I was getting, which was making me rethink. And I never said that band wasn't a sport. Yes, it's just, you did. No. Yeah, you did. Okay, well, I, well, let's take it back. Band was not considered a sport. You told me that. Okay, then I'll yeah. take it back. Then I'll okay. take it back. But again, it's just how it. It's just how you know. There's other perspectives to see, which mm-hmm. is why I kind of want to hear all those perspectives, and I want to see what was your opinion on it. Even though you don't consider it a sport, you know, I still consider it athletic. It yeah. is very much. Yeah. yeah. No, you no. There's so much work that goes into it. You mm-hmm. know, I wouldn't say more than like football players or soccer players or whatever, but it definitely takes a lot of work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know. Um. One thing is, is that I do agree with sports teams. There are, there is someone blocking you physically, yeah. you know, and you have to get around it. But when we do compete, there are people stopping us, just not in action of playing. What do you mean by that? So when we're playing, we're marching down the street. If you mess up, you mess up. That's on you. We're, sco- we're scored accordingly to that. But there's no one physically blocking us. I can't agree with that. But you're still competing against how many other bands in your division. So there are still people 
blocking you from getting first place, second place, third place, fourth place. There is some still blocking you. It may not be physically, but it's it's, it's still stopping you from getting where you want to be. Okay, you know, I understand that though. Because like too. you are up against other things. But like mm-hmm. I mean like I think that's true of like what did I say? What sport was it? Ice skating or something mm-hmm. like Ice that? Skating, yeah. yeah. It's it's other people, it's also yourself. Yeah. Like Oh my god, I was choked on my But it's like it's one of those things where like the amount of work you put into it is going to be mostly equivalent to the product that you get out of mm-hmm. it. Like you mm-hmm. need to continue working on it. You need right. to get better. That's why we have like super long rehearsals for mm-hmm. like for plays and yeah. for, for marching band and mm-hmm. for all that type of stuff because it's not something that's gonna happen overnight unless you're like a freaking prodigy. Which like, would be nice. Yeah, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not a prodigy in anything um, that I know of. Right, right. You um, never, you never know. Maybe you might find a hidden talent like years down the road. Yeah. You know, maybe you know you're good at baking. Maybe you're good at I don't know crocheting. We never know. Do you have a hidden talent? Uh, it wouldn't be really hidden if I you can knew. cry on the spot. <laughs> oh jeez. Like kind of. I I used to when I was younger. Um, I took pretend very seriously when I was younger. And so whenever my sister or my cousins would want to play, I was very good at crying instantly to a point where if it looked like I was getting killed. Oh, dear. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, like, I can't do that now. I mean, mm-hmm. I could probably cry within five seconds if someone says something mean, but that's about it. Oh, no, me too. Like, if someone's, <laughs> if, if I'm arguing with someone, it's like on spot. Uh-huh. It's so bad. And when my dad would always tell me, like, why don't you join, like, Mock Trial or the debate team? Like, no. do you think I could emotionally handle that? Right, yeah. yeah. But, like, if I was in English class, I was always the kid to go up against mm-hmm. everybody. Like, if you put me in, like, a classroom where I'm debating with someone, oh my god. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I will have facts, I will have statistics, <laughs> and I will win. Like, yeah. I am very competitive. <laughs> I am don't play Monopoly with me. <laughs> oh, it's no, you should so definitely bad. meet my sister then. My sister and my dad have gone into screaming matches over how much money they have to pay. I got Monopoly banned from my household. <gasps> Literally, Ooh. funny... Oh, my God, I have such a funny story. Oh <laughs> so, I was like... I want to say I was 12. Okay. Maybe. Um, my brother and I are three and a half years apart. Mm-hmm. I love him very much. But I always get really upset at him when we play Monopoly because he always wins. Because mm-hmm. he knows how to play right. the right way and how to win. And he'll, he'll go into real estate someday and he'll do just fine. But we were all playing it and I don't know why, but I said, why don't we play Monopoly? And I kid you not, halfway through the game, my mother, who I love very much, she says to me, we are no longer family. We are only business partners. I start to cry. She has never apologized. She didn't apologize for that. There, there needs to be an apology. Um, oh, jeez. Her mother. Her mother. If you, if you're, if you're gonna watch or listen to this, I demand to an apology for you. Well, I mean, like, it was, it was rough. And I didn't know if she was joking or not because I was 12. Um, but then my dad, he was like, we're going to calm down. Everything's going to be just fine. And I was like, no, it's not. Because after the game was over, we didn't play for three years. Oh. Because that's how badly it affected all of us. And my mom was like, we're not playing this game anymore until we can all collect ourselves and be very mature about this. And I was like, oh, we need to be mature about this. We we do? We yeah. do? Are you sure? Like, yes, I did cry halfway through because oh. I was struggling to get my properties mm-hmm. um but now i'm just getting into my strategies and that's <laughs> if anyone that's listening to this want to play monopoly with me and see me in a very rare form that's 
That was going to be an interesting, interesting uh, version of Tally. There's a lot of versions of Tally we've seen so far. But, yeah, uh, you've seen um, very happy Tally, mm-hmm. uh, ranting Tally, uh, talking about school Tally. Mm-hmm. Talking about, oh, 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 oh. What? <laughs> baby otters. Oh, I love baby otters. They hold hands. I went, I, I went through a phase where I'd send them videos of otters and I'd be like, I think we're going to have a zoo at our house. No, like that's so legit. Good. My goal is to have a baby elephant, an otter, all of it. I want all really? of it. I want all of it. I yeah. love baby animals. I, I want to own my own too. I want a farm. I want sheep and I want goats. I want, I want, I want brown cows. <gasps> Me too. <laughs> They're so cute. I really want a brown cow and not just like at a farm, just in my house. I want to live with me. <gasps> I wanted to like be in my room and I want to like. Never mind, it. you're out of the moving plans, okay? <laughs> it's, it's not you happening anymore. <laughs> yeah, but there we go. Out you only the need the girls. We'll bake cupcakes and live with our cows. Yes. Saturdays for the boys, but every day is for the girls. Oh my God. That Can that be my news? <gasps> I think I just found my senior quote. Oh my- <laughs> I've been trying to find my senior quote for weeks and I think I just found it. Saturdays are for the boys, but every day is for the girls. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah. Wait, what was your senior quote? Uh, I think mine was just let's just vibe or something. Yeah, it was. That was it. Like, it was let's just vibe. I think listen to the podcast. No, no, no. no? I did not. I didn't have a podcast then. Yeah, you did. Did I? Uh huh. I don't even remember. Yeah, I remember having a podcast. <laughs> Probably, but <laughs> I remember it was just let's just vibe or something because I I, I really didn't know what I wanted. So. <laughs> I, did a quote from I actually have a picture of it. Ooh, I want to see. That's Hold funny. on, I have a picture of it because I, I took I took it. I I remember taking this picture because I was laughing at it. <laughs> yeah, I oh, really didn't know. I didn't know what I wanted. Plus, I only had like two months of senior year, so. Well done. We'll oh, see if I can yeah. find it. It's somewhere in my camera roll. There's, oh, yeah, there it is. You're, you're, yeah, you're year of 21, Let's just 21, right? life. Oh, that's what it was. Yeah. You look so different. He looks right? like a fetus. I have a picture from when we first started dating. I don't know. Yeah, I think it's still in my camera roll. I have a picture from when we first started dating, both of us, and we, 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 <laughs> we look like babies. Oh, and like cute. Oh, and like it's crazy to think about, but we 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 look so young. We look so cute. What happened? Uh, <laughs> what happened? You guys are still a cute couple. Life but life hit us. Don't forget, life hit us. Got a pandemic. Yeah. No, you look different. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I matured, like look wise, but I definitely had to like quickly kind of grow up for senior year because I went fully in. No- I I jumped in knowing. There's gonna be a lot more on my shoulders than mm-hmm. I had originally planned, so I definitely like forced myself to mature, even though I did not want to. Yeah, no, I get that. I feel like I feel like that's part of like what the pandemic kind of did mm-hmm. to all of us. I feel like we all had to grow up like really fast in a lot of different ways. Like, I don't know. I feel like we all have this like shared thing that we're all going through, and then we're all just trying to figure out like how to manage it with all of the mandates and like, the vaccines and mm-hmm. whatnot and all that type of stuff and. It gets really overwhelming sometimes. Yeah. Because, like, we were... I was 17 when it happened. Mm -hmm. I was too. Yeah, and I just... I feel like I missed out on so much. Like, I never got a prom. Mm -hmm. I never got, Mm -hmm. like, what should have been, like, a a normal grad party. I didn't get a grad party. Mm -hmm. Because, like... Well, there was a lot of yeah. Our senior year was taken away. Yeah. Basically. Half of our junior year. Mm -hmm. And, like... I just missed out on so many important things, especially in like the drama department and stuff like that. But like the thing yeah. is, I'm sad that I got that I missed all that stuff. But like, I'm just happy for like what's coming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you no, know, definitely. like 
even though I missed out on like so much of my senior and junior year, like I know that there's like better things ahead. And I feel like that's maybe the optimist in me saying that because I try to be very optimistic about a lot of my situations. That's, that's good. But like, I don't know. I feel like it's going to be okay, even though I've never really thought that the pandemic was going to be okay. Mm -hmm. And I still don't think it's going to be okay, honestly. Yeah, I feel like I I'm just yeah. waiting on another variant right now. <laughs> like, um, yeah. Nope. The nope. pandemic... Yeah? Go for it, go for okay. it. The pandemic did take away a lot. Before we got into quarantine and all that, we were just invited to go play at London's uh, New Year's Day Parade. London. Yeah, we were all invited to London. We oh were my the, God. We were one of the six in the country. That's insane. 16. 16. 16. Well, six sounds better. <laughs> it does, it does. We were one of the 16 in the country to be invited, and we were on the local news. Um, everyone was talking about it. We were, like, we were forming payment plans to go, and as soon as COVID hit, all plans were out the window. Even this, come, this last, yeah, this last uh, New Year's Day parade. <laughs> Sorry. Don't be funny. Okay. Um, it was not possible because no one can actually leave London currently. Mm. I We found that out. Yeah. So our year, the year that we were, like, our, we're the last year that was invited. Mm -hmm. And we're not going to be able to go. That makes me so sad for Yeah. You guys. And I'm not going to come back for it either. Because, <laughs> like, at that point, I don't know how many years it's going to be. And that at that point, my time has sailed. Yeah. I mean... If I was asked to come back to do any kind of instructing or whatever, I would if I was asked. But I'm not going to willingly, not because I don't enjoy what I'm doing. I love what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. It's just, I want to be able to move forward in life knowing that my high school years are my high school years and not trying to relive them through other people. Does that, that make sense? Oh, that makes so much sense. Like, yes. Like, that's what I'm afraid of. I don't want my kids to ever think, oh, you're, you're trying to... You're, I'm, you're trying to make me like you like no if you want to do something completely different that's on you but i my years are going to be sailed in three months so oh gosh that's yeah that's exciting uh-huh yeah it was re it was really upsetting because you know i was excited for it because if the pandemic never happened you know i would we would have gone i would have been senior she would have mm -hmm. been a junior like it would have been great but mm -hmm. covid took away everything and we yeah. definitely had to catch up with catch up with everything else because of it you know we lost a lot of good people <clears throat> through like, pandemic oh gosh i'm so sorry yeah um like this was a death but my grandmother passed away i hadn't seen her in a, a like a good year or so and i wasn't close with her either she ended up passing um I'm i think so i had sorry. another relative pass i wasn't i'm not positive though and like there was a lot of death losing of friends and all that because at that point you had no reason to be in contact with them unless you really wanted to be so it was like a lot of people broke off relationships i mean like like with me and him we when we'd hear one like almost every other week we were like are we okay are you are, we're, are we good mm -hmm. and obviously we are we're, yeah we're, we're still here yeah we're great yeah but it was really sad to hear that because of this panics nationwide panic that people were just not doing great and it would break off really good people like with each other that makes sense no, that does make sense because I feel like I feel like so many people's mental health took such a toll and like Oh hell yes. I, I, yeah, and I feel like if you can't like be okay in an okay headspace like with yourself, then that's really difficult to do with another person. Mm -hmm. And like I'm not gonna blame anyone for like any type of friendship breakup, relationship breakup, familial breakup, because like mm -hmm. You know, we were we were all going through stuff, but like at the same time, it makes me so sad to think about. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like, like I had a relationship, literally, 
late March of 2020 um, and oh. lasted much of the pandemic. And that happened. Um, and it, it was it was really difficult. And then, like, there was a lot right. of family that I didn't get to see. Like, mm -hmm. it had been multiple years since I had seen them. And then the first time me and my cousins had all gotten together again was uh, August this past summer, a few months ago. And that was, like, it was, in, it was just absolutely insane to mm -hmm. see my cousins that had, like, gone through so much in the pandemic that I hadn't been able to be there for. Mm -hmm. And, like... I don't know. We would talk all the time. You know, we'd FaceTime and text and everything. But there is, like, there is nothing like just being able to run up to someone and just give them a hug. Right, again. yeah. There's there's so much of a barrier there. Like, I went to the pan pandemic looking like a fetus. Like, mm -hmm. I looked like child, child. And I came out looking like a young adult. And my mom always tells me, tells me that. She's like, wow, like, that really changed you. And I would look at myself in the mirror and I'd be like, well, I guess. I mean, like, I think I look the same. But I'd have people saying, you look mature and all that. And I'm like, I don't feel, though, because I didn't have that experience to actually grow and mature throughout high school. Mm -hmm. Like, and that's what kind of sucked for a lot of people. Like, we have the seventh graders that came in, you know, like when they started the pandemic or whatever, and they're not mature where they need to be. Mm -hmm. And it's it's really difficult to try and get them where they need to be because they weren't taught that in eighth grade like hey you're about to go into high school you have to buckle down you have to start getting your priorities straight and they weren't taught that so it's like it was difficult for them mm -hmm. i could feel that for them so i can't imagine how it was for other people especially those who graduated how they felt about it you know mm -hmm. no they, yeah they definitely had to catch up because you know they, a whole year plus without school and without really social contact so yeah I mean, we been, graduated. Yeah, that's, that's fun. What did you what, did you actually get to walk? I did get to walk. Okay. It was it was it was a lot of work to get us to have right. an actual graduation. We were only allowed to have a maximum of two people yep. there mm -hmm. per Me student. Too. Um, so only my parents got to come. My brother didn't get to see me graduate. It was, yeah, it was just my mom sucked. and dad that went. Yeah, it was only my parents, and then we had to go in groups when we were lining up. Mm -hmm. So like. Because my last name is C. I was in, like, I don't know, like, the second group or something. And it was already so many people. You had to wear a mask on stage. You had to wear a mask when you were sitting down. Um, but oh, then, like, nice. the second that we graduated, and they were like, class of 2021, move your tassels, whatever they said. And then it was like, they didn't even care about safety protocols. It right. was like, people were, like, rushing yeah. the field. We're all out in the parking lot, like, screaming, crying. People were throwing <laughs> up. I don't know. Um, <laughs> Uh, no. Yeah, I was a little bit more like I guess safe because we were. You guys did yours on the stage or on our football field because it. Was oh, okay, okay, yeah, we, yeah, we did. We did ours on our football field. Um, the only time we could take off our mask was when we because they live streamed it, which was cool. Um, so uh, when they said our names, they took a picture and they recorded us, so we got we were able to take it off right then and there. But that was about it. Um, but uh, but the thing I wanted to go back on was uh, maturing mm -hmm. during the pandemic because um, uh, like you were saying, you were in a relationship that was how long? Uh, a, a year and three months. It was fifteen months. A year and three months, and then you know, she she's also been in relationships that weren't always you know that weren't the healthiest. Um, what's it? okay? Mm -hmm. What was what was what was the main reason you guys broke off? I don't really remember. Well, uh, he broke up with me in January of twenty twenty one. That lasted for three days. <laughs> oh, lovely. Um, Jeez. Uh, but then we got back together. Um, mm -hmm. I have nothing you know against him i don't right have any ill will or bad feelings <laughs> towards him because things just happen you know right yeah. um and then uh 
I guess just some things weren't working for him. He's kind of, I guess it's one of those things where it's like, not to, you know, pry too much into his life. Um, if you're listening, <laughs> hi. Um, I hope you're not too mad at me for talking about this. Oh, um, but it was kind of like one of those things where it's like, if you don't really care about yourself and love yourself, then how can you do that to another person? And yeah. I guess yes. that stopped for him. And then it stopped for me. So that happened, and mm-hmm. it broke my heart into just about a thousand pieces. Mm-hmm. But I picked them all up by myself, and now I'm yes, back we love, here. We love strong, independent yeah, women. Yeah, and I was a strong, independent woman. I still am. Mm-hmm. Um, Good. I was then. I am now. Good. So I'm doing pretty well. As you well. should be. Thank you. I'm doing pretty well now. And, oh, thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I should bow or something. Um, but, uh, yeah, that, that happened, and it was over text too <gasps> yeah see now i went through one of those i went through Text a breakup no i went through an on and off we, oh. in the span of we i think wasn't me no it was not him <laughs> he he is actually the most healthy relationship i've been in Aww. so i went on and off with this person no one really says that we dated even though i thought we dated mm-hmm. we were on and off for eight months we probably broke up at least six times throughout the whole thing probably more than what i can count um and it was really bad. I got into this. I wasn't allowed to date till I turned 16. Okay. That was my whole family thing. Mm-hmm. And um, and so obviously me being, what, 14, I was like, no, I'm a freshman in high school. I can do whatever I want. <laughs> and I decided to go do whatever I wanted. And I chose the wrong person to try that with. Mm-hmm. And now, now I ha- really don't have bad blood with him. I mean, I don't talk to him at all because he's just not part of my life. But... It was really bad. It was toxic. There was a lot of cheating. There was lying. There was manipulating. I was being uh, verbally and physically abused. Oh my God, I'm so sorry. Yeah. And and I mean, it was not the right place I needed to be. Mm -hmm. And so conveniently, he was the one to pick me up from it too. And I appreciate that's why. I'm looking, I'm lo- I just I just see Tally just staring at me. <laughs> I have so much appreciation for him because I went through a really hard time in my life. Yeah. And I mean, my at-home life, it's not terrible, but it could be a greater. Mm-hmm. I mean, I still go through a lot of emotional abuse. I mean, that's how it's been since I was younger. Not just from, not from my mom, but from my birth father. I went through that for years. And so... When, when you finally get with someone, you're like, oh, whatever trauma I have, they're going to automatically make me feel so much better about it. And that's what you're like, you're sorry, that scared me. That's what your mindset is. You're like, you're hoping that they'll fill a part of you that that you want from someone from outside of family love. And when you don't get that, it gets so much harder at home. Yeah, I feel it, like a lot of the time you have to like, like, it's not on the other person mm-hmm. entirely. Like, I feel like you if you can't always fill a void yeah like that's something that i don't know that that's just kind of gonna be there unless Mm -hmm. you find some way to cope with it Mm -hmm. i guess at least that's what i've learned and stuff because like sometimes it's about finding stuff within yourself Mm -hmm. to be okay with yourself and like I don't know. I kind of went through that. Like over the summer, I didn't have a great summer because mm-hmm. um, of obvious reasons. Right. <laughs> right, right. But uh, going back into school, it was really difficult because I was like, all my best friends, everyone that's close to me moved away from me. And mm-hmm. I was like, I have this void in my life and I just feel like empty all the time and mm-hmm. so incredibly lonely. And I was like, 
then there was this thing with this other guy, and that's a separate story. Oh, we don't talk um, about that. Uh, <laughs> no bad blood between okay. that. Um, nothing bad happened at all. <laughs> Just a little thing. Right. Um, but it was like a lot going on all at the same time. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, but like, I'm just me. Yeah. I got to like be there for me. And then I was like, I am going to be there for me. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, I'm going to paint my nails every week. <laughs> I'm going to drink my water. I'm yeah. going to work out again. Yeah. I'm going to go write in my journal. And mm-hmm. I was like, maybe that's what I'm doing to like fill up my soul, I guess. Mm-hmm. That sounds like such a hippie thing to say, but I don't even care. <laughs> but like, but it's true. Yeah. It's true. Like you definitely like, like you were saying earlier, you definitely got to love yourself before you start <laughs> loving others, you know? Yeah. Um, and I don't mean to pry into like any like, you know, memories or, backlashes or whatever that you guys experience it's just it's always good to like not open about it but like talk about it you Mm -hmm. know what i mean i agree even though you know even though it's not the most positive things um and even though it's not the most you know i i wouldn't say not healthy but it's not it's not the best things that you can be talking about i'm hoping right now someone's hearing and they're probably going through something the same you know they're probably Mm -hmm. going through someone who's like verbally and physically abusing them they're probably going through someone who's like breaking up with them through text and didn't give them the attention that they deserve right and they should definitely, you know, uh, it's, uh, I'm trying to articulate this. They should definitely like hear more stories because they're not alone. Mm-hmm. You know, you guys are definitely not alone. There's probably more females out there who are yeah. experiencing this kind of stuff. And, uh, and also it's also for you guys because, you know, hopefully in like two, three, four years, you're going to reflect back on this and mm-hmm. you'll hopefully be in a relationship two years plus. We'll hopefully still be moving in together or something like that. Get that too. Sorry. <laughs> but it's just it's just you know it's just it's something we should definitely talk about you know mm-hmm. and it's um even though it's not the probably not the safest thing to talk about on you know platforms mm-hmm. it's i yeah. think that it should be though yeah. i feel like i feel like people keep so much inside all the time that like you don't see know. the real them sometimes definitely, yeah and then like definitely. it keeps building up over time and like you need some platforms to like talk about this type of stuff because mm-hmm. it's oh, yeah. not always going to be easy yeah. and like it's not always sunshine and rainbows even mm-hmm. though that would be lovely exactly and like i mean i feel like i'm in a pretty good pretty good spot like in a lot of aspects of my life and i don't know about you but i hope you are (laughs) (laughs) um one thing i can always say is when someone tells you that there's a red flag don't take that lightly i've had so many people saying well he's doing this isn't that really bad and i was like well that's just normal isn't it like but you think it's normal because you're living it but like if you like saw that like from an outsider's Mm -hmm. perspective you would be like oh wow like she's not doing okay Mm -hmm. and anyone and i wish i had listened to my friends i wish i listened to my families there's so many times where i break down in front of my parents because they'd be telling me what i'm doing wrong they didn't stop it that that was one thing they are like i'm gonna let you experience this because this is how you have to grow as a person i can't just fully stop you because you're gonna keep going so you need to see how this is gonna work out and you need to grow from this and i sometimes i wish they had like actually just physically stopped it because it hurt so bad Mm -hmm. but i get it i get why they did that because i got to grow so much from that and it took a lot of healing but getting to be who you are and growing yourself and not having other people grow for you and put that onto you, it's so much better. I love what you just said about not having other people grow for you. That mm-hmm. was that it was so well said. <laughs> like, like we shouldn't be putting that on other people. Like that's a exactly <laughs> like <laughs> like I feel like that's like a lot on ourselves sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like you need to do the work on yourself. To be- <laughs> Sorry, let's not do that. Okay. No, that was All fun. Right. <laughs> to like be in like a better spot, mm-hmm. like. 
I don't know. I feel like we need to find things for ourselves that are for ourselves. Yeah. And I mean, even in this relationship, I've tried to be like, hey, I'm not doing great. You you should definitely do something to make it easier. And I can admit that was really bad. And I have grown from that, which is why we've grown so much like to where we are now because i had to learn to love myself it was really hard to love myself from everything going on in my life Mm -hmm. and having someone that's like hey i can't do that for you but i can't help you learn how to yeah and that was really great to have okay now let me ask you about that since from from that from what you just said what's the what's what's something you can do to actually appreciate and love yourself Ooh, drink some water actually yeah i feel like when, whenever i'm on i always end it with go drink some water today because yeah. honestly you need to start like physically taking care of yeah, yourself sometimes. i don't think i'm drinking water today and that's really bad i'm drinking coffee my, that's not my, bad my biggest excuse well coffee has water in it that's my biggest excuse it's just like caffeine water yeah Why it's like it's caffeinated bad? water it's the same thing yeah i limit myself to three caffeine caffeine days per week but i only allow myself to buy coffee once a week unless mm. i like i keep myself on like a schedule it's, that's good i my brother says it's really bad because he's like tally you restrict yourself from so much joy and i was like no i'm just trying not to spend a lot of money right like, yeah. that's it um anyways so drink some water yeah. and uh have a journal if you are someone who loves writing like i personally love writing have too. something to write your thoughts in every night it doesn't have to be a set time but that would actually help having a set time to do it but just grab a random book grab a random journal grab whatever you can find even a scrap piece of paper and just write down how you feel it could be angry sad happy joyful um you can go through every emotion through your head just have something to let it go out because if you can't say it to someone else writing it all down and maybe having a ceremonial like burn it i don't really care yeah but like you do you let it feel spiritual to you and how you want it to overcome your life and you don't want it to be everything about you but you want it to be let out like there's been so many times i wanted to write a book i write it yeah just and I, i've thought about it and it's write it write it because you will definitely read it <laughs> yeah <laughs> no i love reading and editing things mm-hmm. like i i really like like just mm-hmm. reading things people write like yeah. i'm i'm a, I'm a i, I, I like can't reading. write middle but i can write beginning and end if someone could fill it through that would be great i, I can do middle I, I love writing ending like pages and just saying like how they feel or end or like the end of the book lines you know like the infamous lines you know like i post those all over my instagram sometimes or i'll be like and in the end she knew right then and there that she found the love of her life but is it enough Ooh, what book is that i don't know my own (laughs) (laughs) or like she stared into the eyes of her lover knowing that she found someone to fall or she looked into the eyes of the person she'd fallen in love with only for them to be replaced by someone that she wished he would never become. Ooh. Uh, I came up with that the other day and I thought it was pretty freaking cool. That's interesting. But I like, like okay, but back to like the self-care kind oh, of thing. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I totally forgot about it. Um, I mean, you don't have to do everything that everyone else does. Mm-hmm. You, your self-care could be anything like encouraging yourself to eat two at least two meals a day yeah like drinking water getting some exercise getting your schoolwork done or you know getting your chores done like whatever you need to complete in your life on a daily that's gonna be set to you mm-hmm. but definitely just keep it in mind and at least follow a certain pattern each day and like kind of make it where you need yourself to be yeah no i get that like honestly i feel like there's different ways that people always take care of themselves like like for me I I take care of myself like through 
working on things around my space. Like <laughs> I love to just deep clean things. Mm. Like I love just going into my living room, mm-hmm. cleaning the entire thing. I fold all the blankets, mm-hmm. fluff the pillows, clean the surfaces. And then I go to mm-hmm. my room. I do all the laundry. I wash all the surfaces. I have to like disinfect things. I put on my record player. Oh, and you'd, I'm be, like, you'd be so good for me to have around. <laughs> I'm, I'm so bad at that. I was about to say, I'm, I'm hearing it. double. Yeah, I'm I, hearing I, double I, right I now. Get, I get everything really messy and I'll have one day, either a month or a week. Mm-hmm. Where I'm like, I'm just gonna get it done. No, I, that's I need me to clear too. My sp- yeah, I need to clear my space, like get everything done. I don't have a bedroom. I have a living room that I, I live in currently, mm-hmm. and that's just my living situation. So, when everyone walks into the house, my bed area is the first thing they see. Mm-hmm. So it's like I can keep it really clean, or a pig's die the whole entire time. And there'll always be one night where I'm like, I'm gonna turn on my Spotify playlist. I'm gonna get it done. I'm gonna nice. get the kitchen clean for my mom because she's stressed. I'm gonna get my clothes folded and put away. And just let myself breathe from yeah. it, and like, and then it'll stay clean for like two days. But well, like, it's it nice. still clean. Yeah, it still feels nice. Like, and I love that. Like, that's something that like people just do to feel good about themselves. Mm-hmm. Honestly, like, when your space doesn't feel good to you, you don't feel good yeah. to you, and like, you need to do that. And like, I don't know. Sometimes, like, I feel like it can be a little bit therapeutic for mm-hmm. me. But my mom, she cleans when she's hungry and when she's stressed out. So when she mm. cleans, it's something entirely different. Mm-hmm. But when I clean, I feel like very like okay. I can stop for a little bit. I I always listen to mm-hmm. podcasts when I clean, Ooh. and which is nice because then I get to catch up on all of your episodes. Thank you. Uh, Thank lovely, you. lovely. Or I have like six that I'm listening to right now. But um, where was I? Oh yeah, cleaning <laughs> and stuff. <laughs> um, yeah. So like that's a form of self care for me. Mm-hmm. Um. I bake something right once yeah. a week. Okay. Like all the time. Mm-hmm. Literally all the time. And so like getting into the practice of just doing that a lot, it really helps me. And then I go on like <laughs> I go on like really lengthy walks. Like all that by myself. So relaxing. All the, it is so relaxing. Like I did like what I I think I did seven miles on Monday. Like and I do that every week. Goals. Every single week. I love it so much. I I generally take like like 10,000 steps a day is like what I always do but then some days I do 20,000 which is a lot. Okay. And then my little Fitbit keeps track of it all so um, Oh, I could use one of those. Not a sponsor. Yeah. Um, not not but, a sponsor, but hey, but Fitbit. hey, if you want to let me know. Um so <laughs> I do I do that and I mean that's kind of my form of like I guess getting out there, getting some sunshine mm-hmm. on me. Mm-hmm. Um, do, you, do you usually do this on your own or All by myself. All oh by wow. Yourself? Yeah, I don't go with anybody else. Well, generally sometimes Mm -hmm. i i go on walks with other people Mm because like i don't know i feel like i need to be in like really good company if i'm gonna bring Mm -hmm. someone on my walking right right which you know that doesn't happen a lot but i love when i find someone to go on a walk with me like it's really nice but um yeah i love it and uh sometimes i'll just you know head out if i'm like not feeling very good about myself and then i walk like with my little tote bag that i have right now Mm -hmm. and i take my wallet my book and a pen and my keys and i just leave and i'm like hmm. i'll be back when i don't know when probably in two hours and mm-hmm. i'll like just walk around target all by myself look at the That's legos so and like it is so therapeutic i don't even buy anything sometimes like mm-hmm. i'll just like head in there walk around get some extra steps in mm-hmm. and then i leave and then i go read in the park for yeah. a while sometimes i'll journal out my feelings and i like pick some flowers mm. and then i'll like braid my hair and like i just like have to like take care you of know like, what, you know what you sound like you sound like a pure disney princess oh my gosh thank like, you. Like, 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 if there's a movie around it 
I could solely see it being a pure Disney princess. Like, I'm going to go pick some flowers and listen to the birds, write <laughs> my journal. You'd be like, oh, but my stepmother can't read my journal. I don't have a stepmother, <laughs> but I have a cat that, like, always requires attention. Oh, there we go. It's my <laughs> animal sidekick. There you go. <laughs> her name's Coco. I love her oh, so I'm much. Kidding. Oh, my God. Do you want to see a picture? Yes. Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> but no, like. I've been I, so discluded from this podcast. Keep going. And I was afraid I was going to be <laughs> not included. You picture first. Um, um, but no, like I, I understand having the clear, clear environment to feel like you can breathe. Like for a while, when I first was coming over to his house, I would be picking up everywhere when I would step all this clothes, all the shoes and I'd reorganize his room. And at one point he was like, why? And I was like, because he's my angel. Oh. Mine. She is my, I literally, I love her so much it's mm -hmm. like emba it's embarrassing I love her so much. but anyways continue <laughs> but like i would pick up everything on my path and he'd be like what are you doing and one day i remember coming over after school and i was like we're not gonna hang out until your room is clean and he was like why and i was like You're, we're gonna slowly pick this up one bit at a time and i'd pick up his clothes he's picking up trash he was throwing it away i was organizing his shoes in his closet i was putting things on hangers we finished and i looked at him and i said it may be small but if it's going to help you feel more relaxed, I do not have a problem cleaning your room. Yeah. And I don't know. Maybe that's how I was, like, raised or something like that. But I always knew if someone else needed the help or if you see them, like, being frustrated, stressed, or just, like, not where they need to be because you know who they are, it's nice to offer the help even if they don't ask for it. So, and, like, he's always like, I never get stressed. I'm never like angry. I'm never anxious. Well, I, I, or he doesn't show it. I, I, I don't, I don't really get stressed over things. I mean, yeah. I probably every like once in a while, but I mm -hmm. don't oh, get, I get stressed. stressed. Yeah, I, don't I get, stressed. get stressed. So, so when he would, or I, I would just feel like he feels a little off, which is okay. We all have off days. I would just offer the little bit of extra help. Like, what can I do? Do you need me to leave you be for a day? Do you need me to be with you all the time today? Communication. There you go. Oh, I love yes. That. Like, I'm a, a very up and down person. It depends on the day. It depends on my mood. depends on the hour. Mm -hmm. Th that's just who that's I life, am. That's just who I am. Yeah. So if you catch me in a bad mood, I'm going to automatically tell you I'm not doing great. I don't feel good. I don't want to do Honestly, this today. love that. Yeah. And it's easy, but hard at the same time. But I try to keep up that communication as best as I can because I'll either be verbal about it or I'll, I'll be dead silent mm -hmm. and I won't say anything. And it's really hard to keep in the mental like the healthiness of it mm -hmm. but it's really good to get into that cycle so that even if someone doesn't want to hear it you're able to say it yeah yeah no i totally get that because like i feel like a lot of the time like when i'm not feeling well i will like close myself off entirely mm -hmm. i will talk to one person about my problems my mm -hmm. best friend and mm -hmm. she's in southern california right now oh so it's really difficult right and like but i tell her literally everything about my life i was i talked to her on the phone this morning for like an hour and 15 minutes oh. and i was like so I'm putting on concealer right now and I'm going to do my eyebrows. This is from Elf. Like, she doesn't need to hear about that. But <laughs> right. I'm going to, I tell her literally everything. Mm -hmm. But again, it's really hard for me to open up to a lot of new people about mm -hmm. things. So like when I'm not feeling well, it's like, oh no, I'm just tired. No, I'm just stressed. Like tired and stressed for me are like placeholder words mm -hmm. for literally not doing okay. Mine's fine. I'm fine. Oh yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm doing, I'm, I'm, I'm Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. With a period. He's gotten mad at me because one time I was I was mad. There was something that happened. We we've gone in many arguments. It's it's normal. But there was times where I was like, "Okay," and he was like, "Okay, bye." And I was like, "What?" And he was like, "I'll let you breathe." 
I'm going to go for a bit. And there'd be like 20 minutes later, I'd be like, I'm okay now. You can like, like come back, mm-hmm. you know? But like. But he knows that about you. Yeah. It's nice that he figured that out because not a lot of people like it's able to figure that out about myself because I'm either extremely open or extremely closed off. No, I totally get that. I feel like when I'm like comfortable around you and I start like actually telling you stuff about my life, like Mm -hmm. if you ask me what I did this weekend, I don't just say, oh, I spent it with family. And I'm like, here's exactly what I did. Mm -hmm. Here were all of my day to day activities. Like, (laughs) like, like I like, if I tell you like the little details about like just something like my weekend, Mm -hmm. I trust you. Right. Like a lot. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know. I feel like that happens a lot. Like with people I'm like close with right now. And Mm -hmm. like, that's really nice. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm going to be real honest with you. I have really bad trust issues. So when he was like, yeah, she's going to come over to do a podcast. I was like, ooh, she's going to be really pretty. She's going to be really nice. And like, I've had a lot of issues with people he's talked to like way in the past. And like, I've been vocal about it. And so when, so nowadays when he'd be like, there's someone I want you to meet. I'm like, are they okay? Is it something that like, I would be comfortable with? Am I okay? Yeah, you're, you're fine. Oh, thank you. No, but like, you should yeah, see I was me. The, say, I think you should just ask her. You should have seen me in the car. I was shaking. I was nervous. I was being like, is she pretty? Is she cute? Oh, is, she, is, is, she, is she a good I person? Was like, is she good? And like, it was really funny. Because <laughs> like, he was like, you don't need to be nervous. And I was like, I don't know her though. Well, she's prettier than me. <laughs> no, that's okay. Hold up. We're going to go on a little tally moment right here because you just pushed a button. Oh, no. Um, listen, no, not she's, a bad button. She's famous for having many buttons. <laughs> so listen, not in a bad way, but I feel like us as like girls and women, we often compare ourselves to mm-hmm. other girls and women so quickly. Like we are so he quick to compare He didn't get that in the car. He did not she get it. She literally said that like, before we started like, and i didn't believe her for literally anything. i heard the doorbell and i was like oh no she's here <laughs> i was like she's gonna be so much prettier than me but like i feel like that's like kind of ingrained in us yeah. by society that like we're always up against each other then why can't we just like be on like the same platform yeah. and like be on like our certain level and talk about fluffy brown cows <laughs> and like exactly. be okay and we'll <laughs> talk about the moos <laughs> exactly and like <laughs> we don't have to like worry about like whether someone's prettier or yeah. nicer or I, like I, I hate different I hate that it's in my head. Like, yeah, no, it's always in mine too. Yeah. Like, no, like, because like I've had like you know, there's a lot of unlearning that mm-hmm. like, especially like like women have to do like stuff that like's been taught to us like secondhand by mm-hmm. society and by the people in our lives, and like we have to unlearn so many habits, like saying sorry when someone <laughs> like does something to us, even though that like, wasn't our fault. Yeah, like, like someone could raise their voice at me, and like they'd be like, "Oh, I didn't mean to." I'm like, "Oh, I'm sorry," and they're like, "I didn't, you didn't do anything." And I was like, "Oh." oh I'm sorry. <laughs> because we're literally taught from such a young age that, that we have we to be sorry like, about everything. And no, like, we have to apologize. Out of the way. It's like, oh, can we get four big, strong boys to like carry the chairs? Like, I'm a big, strong girl. Uh-huh. Like, I could carry the chairs. It's like, no, you just sit off to the side. Like, uh-huh. I don't go do want your nails. To. Can you go bake something? I hated that. There was uh-huh. one per- person, I can't even remember how long ago this was. It was probably my freshman year. They're like, can you go bake me something? And I was like, can you? Oh. And they were like, what? And I was like, why do I have to cook? And they're yeah. like, well, uh, and I'm like, yeah, no, you want to go bake something for me? Go ahead. Like, no, why am I the one that belongs in the kitchen? It's a house. We all live here. The worst part is when I cleaned my kitchen one day, my mom, and I was like, I was cleaning the stove and I guess I was doing it wrong. And she was like, well, you're a girl. You should naturally know how to clean. 
are you serious i was like i looked at her and i was like really i was like in society now this they're stay-at-home dads you know when there's like exactly. usually stay-at-home Thank moms you. they're stay-at-home dads with their kids that are unemployed yeah they're just as good as the strong independent women that are working yeah exactly like there's so many women nowadays that are <laughs> going out there like, <laughs> that are just like just going like, out there and doing their own thing yeah you know? anyways what were you saying I just gonna say it like I'm just like feel so like I'm just like yep that's right women <laughs> <laughs> yes thank you well it's better to support us and like <laughs> definitely don't <laughs> uh, what am I ever gonna be against you I'm like well, I hope don't, never don't never. break down anyone don't no matter the gender if you believe that there's a, there's more than two genders so be it that is how you believe that is that's how you feel but don't discredit someone for it like mm-hmm. everyone has their own beliefs everyone has their own religion you know ethnicity oh god i probably said that wrong i don't know that's what you said right okay okay i don't know i always feel like i say it wrong like everyone has their 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 own person their own standpoints their own beliefs you know whether it's political religion whatever but the worst thing is putting them down because your beliefs are way different exactly like just because we believe something else does not mean that you're like a bad person yeah like i mean i feel like people nowadays are so quick to hate Mm -hmm. like all the time and like like, I get, I disagree with my grandfather about just about a, a one thing a day. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, I'm also very close with my grandparents. Mm-hmm. And, like, my grandpa and I will cook in the kitchen together. Mm-hmm. And my grandma and I will paint, even though sometimes I say things and I'm like, I just want to cry mm-hmm. right now. And But then it's like, we can disagree about things and I can be really upset about them. But that doesn't change the fact that, like, I love them and mm-hmm. that I care about them. And, like... I don't know. I feel like there's too much hate in the world nowadays, and mm-hmm. we just don't need to learn to like accept and love yeah. each other just like a little bit more. That's, uh, that's li- sorry. That's literally on my podcast trailer. Mm-hmm. Is that or like that's like my my uh, description for the podcast? Just there's already so much hate that you know. I just want to do my part and let's just vibe. Something yeah. Like that. Um, right, keep going. My grandmother, Mima. I love her to death. I I wish she was still with us. Um, she. In her time, it was very segregated. She was around that time. Mm-hmm. So, you know, like, all the, like, racial stuff going on. So, she grew up very much racist. Not her, not her, not her choice, you know, because a lot of the beliefs that were pushed onto her. Mm-hmm. So, when we would bring stuff, people into our family, like, we are a big open family, all of us. We brought everyone in as much as possible. And that, and, that, and that was her, their grandma. Mm-hmm. She was grandma to everyone. So, like... For example, when I brought him in, I was a little nervous because I was like, I don't want her to be rude. I want her to ask the wrong things. But as soon as she saw him, she was like, oh, he's so cute. Aww. The first thing she told me, he's really cute. <laughs> and like, and so I was worried because I knew that's how she was raised. And I was like, please don't discredit him for being what we aren't. Yeah. And she was very welcoming. Like the one of the last few conversations I had with her, I think it was a few weeks before she passed. She, she was like, is he doing okay? How's he doing in school? Is how's his job's doing? Does he still have a job? And he and like it was just about him. And That's I appreciated sweet. it so much because for her having different beliefs, she did not care. Mm-hmm. She just wanted to make sure people around her were happy and healthy. And that's what I appreciated so much about yeah. her. Yeah. No, I totally get that though, because like because like I'm mixed and like mm-hmm. um my my dad, he's white, my mom is Mexican. And so like I grew up very much like trying to figure yeah um, that's, how, that's how we're gonna be your kids will look like me anyways uh, <laughs> if, hope if, you if, like what you see if they look if they look like you i'm gonna have some beautiful kids <laughs> no i'm not gonna cry on this i haven't cried on this yet 
<laughs> not today, but <laughs> you've been really Thank close you. sometimes. But sometimes. <laughs> Thank you so much. That's so sweet. Mm, it's okay. <laughs> but um. But yeah. So uh, it's very difficult for me to like you know figure out my own like identity because like mm-hmm. I'm like both yeah but then it's like i'm this whole separate subcategory mm-hmm. and then people don't really get that and so it's yeah. like confusing to them it's confusing to me and so like when my when my dad brought my mom home it was like a whole big deal because my mom is the first person of color to be mixed into my dad's family like mm-hmm. i am literally the byproduct of the i'm the only colorful person in my dad's <laughs> white family and like oh, no. it's fu- i mean that's fun because yeah. you know it's like because then I can say Encanto instead of Encanto. Encanto. Yeah. Oh my God. So, <laughs> anyways, that's like that's like that's something small, mm-hmm. but you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, but but yeah, and then the same thing happened when my mom brought my dad home, and they're like, okay, who's this white kid that's yeah. coming into the family? Oh, but then geez. that's why I feel like I've been with his family sometimes, where like you know, there's very traditional mm-hmm. things in a Mexican household or oh, yeah, or no, white. It doesn't matter what the race is, and they can either be super welcoming. To, to, despite their traditions are very unwelcoming but understanding if that makes sense no my mom's family was like really understanding about my dad and everything like before he knew it he was like you know learning how to make beans in the kitchen and like learning that like you know the right way to like wash them Mm -hmm. and prepare them and then they're like cooking together and then like my mom's family was very very welcoming to my dad and like vice versa too i mean Mm -hmm. I mean, that, there's then there's some other family stuff, but right, like yeah. you know, uh, you never talk about that. Yeah, then there's other things that we're not gonna get into on this <laughs> podcast, but um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like it is difficult sometimes because you know I wasn't born yet, so mm-hmm. like I'm just going off of what they've told me before. But like, I don't know. I feel like people have such like typical views and concerns that like they always think like things are gonna go bad the second that they bring in anything different. Yeah. But sometimes it's like. That's not the case. Sometimes there is acceptance and mm-hmm. there is love and there is going to be okayness mm-hmm. when yeah. things that are different happen, you know? Yeah. I mean, I went towards my own type, if that makes sense. Like, define type. Everyone has a different, like, qualities or looks in a person. And sometimes it's, it's a little bad because their priorities could be, re- like, their um, expectations could be really high. Mm-hmm. Mine aren't. Mine were not extremely high, but like I want, I knew what I wanted in a perfect person. Didn't. Mm. Ow! No, I'm kidding. <laughs> you were the perfect person. I was. I was? Talking about. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Um, mine didn't sweet. matter of race or religion. That's one thing I did not want. I just wanted a hardworking person, a loving, uh, loving guy, respected his mother. I really wanted that. Mm-hmm. Um, Carl, you respect your mother? A hundred ten percent. Okay. Good. Just checking. Just checking. Okay. Check okay. Um. Like, can interact with anyone they meet, no matter how much they like them or how much they hate them. And I just wanted someone outgoing and funny. And I was like, and I told my mom, I said, does not matter what race. I don't care what race you want me to date. It's going to be my decision and how I want the person to be like and what I want their qualities to be like. Mm -hmm. And so when I found him, I was like, I literally found the person I've been describing. Now, when I was younger, obviously it was like the, oh, I want the blonde hair, blue eyed beach boy, oh surfer gosh. yellow but dude. But that was what we were fed as <laughs> but, kids. But that's what the Disney princess movies are like. I, okay, I have to be real. A lot of the Disney princess movies put the perfect man into young girls. In, what, what's, literally. Like, yeah. What's your guys' favorite uh, Disney character? Belle. <laughs> Okay, my mom actually named me after Princess Belle. This is why he calls me- your name Belle? My middle name is Belle. Oh. Okay, so this was the funniest, this is the funniest story actually I'm gonna quickly get into. Okay. So, 
my mom and my birth father, when they were together, my my dad did not want me. He wanted a boy, hence my name, Jordan. Um, but my mom loved Princess Belle. My sister actually loved her, and she's like, she, and she wanted my sister to name me. You know, naturally, you know, my sister being like, I think two at the time. So my mom wanted to name me Princess, straight Princess as my first name, mm-hmm. and my dad was like. Mm, I think we should name her Jordan after Michael Jordan. Because apparently Princess was way too white. Them being white people, okay. I do not get it. But so I'm, so they compromised. I am Jordan Bell. So when I told him this story, I think we're only a few months into dating. I was, and I told him the story. He was like, it was a big joke to call me Princess. So that has been like that for a while. He has not called me anything but that. If he calls me anything but that, it's not okay but but that's just how i came to be hi my birth father sex <laughs> so jordan bell yes jordan bell i, I you know what i actually kind of like that mm-hmm. i mean i know i wouldn't call you princess no because i'm not your boyfriend <laughs> yeah. um but I, I honestly i love hearing about how people got their names because like my name's like really complicated so it's like <laughs> it's like I don't know. It's it's fun. It's like interesting for me because even mm-hmm. if it's like we found it in a baby book, we thought it was really beautiful. Mm-hmm. Or if it's like, oh, my mother's friend was named this, and now that's my name. Like, it doesn't even matter. It's just it's interesting it's for you. me. Yeah, it's, yeah, I love it. Um, oh gosh, I was gonna say like I've picked out baby names. I know it's way too early to think about. No, it, but I have I, a I list on it. my phone. Yeah, no, I've ha- I've had thoughts about this, and I've told him about this too. And mine were very pieced together. The boy would be Carson Blue. For, for the story of the first teddy bear he gave me on our first Valentine's Day we spent together, it's a blue teddy bear. His name is Carson. Oh, that's good. That's a little cute. Yeah. And then there's Emberlyn Rose. Of course it's Ember. Yeah. He wanted a name <laughs> that incorporated Ember because that's just who he is. And I said, perfect. Let's compromise. Our daughter will be Emberlyn Hurt. And we'll call her Ember. Rose being, it's a flower. I love flowers. And red's his favorite color. Aww. And blue's my favorite color. So... Carson Blue would have my favorite color in it. So I I piece these together perfectly. That's actually really sweet. Yeah. I, I mean, if we have more than two kids, I'm I'm screwed. <laughs> more colors. We yeah. Full gonna be, Roy G. Biv. You yeah, yeah, we're going to have a full Roy G. Biv in our family. <laughs> I mean, I want like yeah, we, four yeah, we, kids, We've so. talked about it. Yeah. yeah. I, we want, you know, I want at least one of each. One boy, one girl. That, that, that's my goal. His, his mom has always mentioned that she has all boys and she wanted a quinceanera and you know to spoil a girl you know and like you know like basic motherly things yeah so i really want a daughter so she can spoil her granddaughter as much as possible that's Aww. that's personally me i mean i want a girl you know i want to do the dress up and all that but like i want my mom and his mom to be able to spoil this little girl because my mom had all girls her his mom had all boys Okay, so then I feel like we could piece some stuff together. Yeah, right. so so p- giving his mom a girl and giving my mom a boy, mm-hmm. it, it seems like a perfect fit. I mean, like personally, I want them anyway. You know, well, no matter what the gender, I still love. I will still love my kids no matter what. Yeah, but that's that's kind of like how I feel. No, I'm I like, totally get that. I'm like, how cool would it be to finally get that? See, I don't know if I want kids all the time, but then I see like babies, and mm-hmm. I'm like, baby fever is real. <sighs> then it's like, oh god, I really love children, mm-hmm. and then like. Like, I have, like, a list of names I like on my phone, not particularly mm-hmm. for my own kids, but just names in general I like mm-hmm. from books I read or from sh- from movies I've watched and, like, just things like that. And then I think about, like, the fact that, like, I would have to be pregnant. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think, honestly, being 
a mother like taking care of a kid and having everything be on you that is terrifying to me but being pregnant and giving birth that's terrifies another, me more that's another scare that is that is the scariest thing because people <laughs> can die from complications people can like and, yeah, and, and boys and boys have the nerve to say getting kicked in the balls is worse than pregnancy mm-hmm now listen i don't have balls so i can't say whether or not how how you guys feel because i will never know that type of pain right i won't and i understand that in that moment it hurts a lot i have a brother so he's told me Mm -hmm. multiple times Mm -hmm. but i just just the idea that it would hurt that much doesn't seem realistic scares me but it goes the other way around yeah you'll never experience that but we won't but guys will never experience childbirth so exactly. we'll never experience that we'll and never again, experience c-sections to to each other all the more that's why we don't judge each other yeah Ex- except that one thing i might judge you just a little bit because that just seems unreasonable to me but that's just me there's nothing but love mm-hmm. here um it's it's uh respect one another really that's, yeah. that's yeah. the whole thing is take care of each other and take care of you guys selves this podcast has been going on for an hour and 20 minutes. Oh, really? Wow. I feel like we've been talking for 10 minutes. I know, right? <laughs> That's how they always are. And honestly, the shorter, honestly, like, it just means that you guys are enjoying it a lot more, you I know? Am. That means we have to have a part two. Yes, if you guys yes. want to hear part two. Let part us two. know, please. Definitely. Yes, it's going to happen. More baby talk because babies are amazing. Animals we want to have in our households. I mean, anything. All of my animals, my farm. I live in out in the country with me and my chickens, <gasps> or in a city where I just have a cat anytime, um, anytime. I love it. Yeah. I really hope you guys uh, enjoyed to uh, enjoyed uh, hearing all this, and I really hope you guys enjoyed watching all this. And Tally, can you say one more time uh, your um, your business, your cooking business? Oh, um, uh, if you want me to bake you something, hit me up on Instagram. It's going to be in the description, I guess. Um, I haven't baked something for someone in a hot minute. Um, I'll be the first customer, though. <laughs> feel free to ask me anything. <laughs> I do cookies, but pies, can, cupcakes, whatever you have. But can you say your at real quick? Oh, um, at Tally underscore Bear, T-A-L-I-E. Um, that's my nickname. And then Bear, because Bear is my nickname from mm. people that are close to me. Boom, just yeah. like that um but yeah guys support the local business support the little podcast and yeah uh really hope you guys enjoyed uh any last thoughts any any last piece of advice that we spot out out here jordan bell you go first (laughs) (laughs) i I already love you um you uh, you were you exceeded my expectations of who you're gonna be and that's a great thing actually i've sometimes high expectations you're very beautiful i love you to death if we're not friends after this, I'm gonna be very sad. Oh no, we're friends now. Okay, great. Yeah, okay. okay. We're hundred percent. Thank you. And I'm about to kick kicked off. All right, cool. No, <laughs> this is about to be our podcast. <laughs> What's up, guys? Join the tally. Woo! Well, let's just buy podcast. <laughs> tally, any last words? Um, I'm so glad I met you. Like this has been so much fun. You're gorgeous, mind you. Um, I'm like, I'm loving this, loving you. Yeah. I'm loving everything right now. I'm Your very happy. Your vibe is just spectacular. Thank you. Your vibe is great too. I feel very chill around you. Like good. honestly, like I, I get good energy. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, go drink some water today because I always <laughs> tell y'all that. Um, anyways, that's my two cents. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. Thank you so much for uh, tuning in. And um, th- this is definitely not. This is the first episode of them together. Definitely not the last. <laughs> I really hope you guys enjoyed, and I'll catch you guys on the next one. Princess, Tally, and Ember, out. Bye. Later, you guys. Have a great day.